0: Welcome back to the It's Just Complicated podcast. Today I have a very special guest on. I have my husband, Dawson. Say hello. Hello. (laughs) Oh, sorry guys.
1: You're just allergic to how awesome I am.
0: Sure. Mm -hmm. We'll go with that. (laughs) Um, Excuse our voices today. I am feeling a little sick and... um, to be honest, before this, we had quite the argument, so we're both a little stuffy from crying. It was great. Um, yes. So today we're going to be talking about anything and everything uh, marriage-wise. Um, so yeah, that's just a little peek into um, our marriage. Sometimes we have fights. Um, that was actually the biggest one we've had in a long time, which is mm-hmm. I mean
1: It's been our, a little while.
0: Yeah, our first year was a little rough. We had quite a few big arguments, but mm-hmm. we've we've been doing a lot better at communicating lately, except for maybe today. Um but anyways, we'll jump into our questions. Um what is your drink of the week?
1: Okay, so my drink of the week. I don't I don't really like drinks that much, if I'm being honest.
0: Dawson's just—he's a water kind of guy.
1: Yeah, I just like water. Or, okay, actually, I—I I, I have an idea for my drink of the week. I made a smoothie this morning for breakfast, and it was a it had banana in it, and it had pineapple and strawberries.
0: Where'd you get strawberries and? banana from.
1: I had the pre-made packages that we've been using.
0: Oh, I, right. Yeah, I
1: had one uh, tucked away in the freezer. So I did that. I put orange juice in it, but she got this like Tropicana 50 bowl crap. as not good <sighs> at all. It's like watered down, artificial, I don't even know what. But yeah, I mean, um, the smoothie is still pretty good. And then I put chia seeds in it. Mm-hmm. So... But see, when I make my smoothies, it's got to be like, it's got to be like a sorbet thick. Like if it's, if it doesn't come up the straw very well, then it's perfect. Then it's good. Yep. It's got to be like ice cream.
0: Okay. So
1: that's my drink of the week.
0: Nice. My drink of the week is, um, I've been drinking a lot of, um, I've been doing green tea with strawberry lemonade in it. Interesting. With a little bit of peach because it gives me a little bit of caffeine. Sorry, guys, I'm yawning. You just Um, talk
1: about caffeine and you start yawning.
0: Yeah, Um, but it has, green tea has a little bit of caffeine in it, Um, but I'm not the hugest fan of green tea, so I kind of have to add some other stuff into it. So, yeah, I've been really liking doing a green tea with strawberry lemonade and a little bit of peach in it.
1: Nice. Um, Sounds good.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to stay away from caffeine, which I think it's helped me feel a little bit better this week. Um, What is your shower thought of the week?
1: My shower thought of the week? Oh, gosh. I feel like I have a lot of random thoughts. You got to stop yawning.
0: I'm sorry. Once I start, I can't stop. You literally
1: are giving it to me. (laughs) Okay, we're getting distracted. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be podcasting.
0: What's your What's random my sh- thought?
1: shower thought? Okay, Um. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is so much pressure. I don't know. Um, my random thought that I had this week, I didn't write it down, but I have lots of them all the time. But now I feel under pressure and I
0: can't think of one. That's okay. You go I first just, and maybe... Well, I'll- I actually... Um, had the same thing happen to me. I was just thinking of a random thought. And now I can't remember what it was. I really need to get better at writing them down because every time before a podcast, I am like, okay, yeah, and so what are my answers? That way I'm, like, not, like, thinking on the spot because I'm not a think-on-the-spot kind of person. Dawson is.
1: Sometimes.
0: Not right Um, now, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) But I am not very good, quote-unquote, on my feet. So, um... I really need to get better at writing them down.
1: Yeah. Shower thought. Okay. I got one. This is okay. a good one. So I'm stealing it from my buddy, Nate, who is absolutely hilarious, but he was saying this on Tuesday. So anyways, I'm taking it. So who put the ABCs in order?
0: Mm.
1: Why do they have to be ABC'd in that
0: order? abc
1: Yeah. I guess. So yeah.
0: That you know what I always wonder and this is something that I actually had to do a debate on in class in high school is is like like oh I can't even remember like how the specific question was phrased but basically the point was like how do we know that 2 plus 2 is 4? Like who made it that way? Like 2 no. plus 2 could be 6. But Someone made it two plus two is four. Like was, oh, the question is, was math created or has math always been there? That was the question
1: I don't that like we that. had to
0: answer. And it's like, was math there and we figured it out or did we create math? Because, like, in some ways, like, one of the sides of the argument is that, like, math has always been there. And some people believe that math has always been there because we can see it in nature. Like, we can see, like, a four-leaf clover, you know, as four pieces. That's interesting. And, like, stuff like that. Like, lots of people have arguments and stuff like that. And I never actually, like felt one way or the other but i remember being in math class and being like okay this is actually a really good question
1: i think that math i think there's some things like with like math and and like science and stuff where it's definitely like the metrics of it has always been there but like whoever decided to name two two and like two fingers is two like that's a whole different thing but i think like the you know, what makes math work and, like, all the metrics of it, I think that's always kind of been there. there.
0: Yeah. No, I think agree And then we just kind of, like,
1: pulled off of that and they're like, oh, this is 2 and this is 4 and 2 plus 2 is 4.
0: Well, I feel like the equations were, like, made by man. Like, you know, like, all the quadratic equations or whatever you know?
1: Why do like, you just remind me of that?
0: Like all that stuff that you yeah. learn later in math. Like I feel like those stuff things are made up by humans but the only reason that they work is because math has always been there.
1: Yeah. Also those things are like made to like solve problems and like that's just the basis of math is solving problems. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. But like we had to figure out how to solve it in order for it to be existing. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thought. Interesting. Um, yeah, so today um, we are just kind of going to be talking about marriage. So I thought that we could start with our story and kind of how we met. Um, and I don't know if you want to tell that or if you want me to tell that. Or we can both tell it.
1: Yeah, we could probably both tell it.
0: Like short version, not short super, version. super long. Okay. Because otherwise this podcast would be like five hours. Okay.
1: Okay. Well. All right. Well, I guess how about you tell the, the first part of it and then I will tell the second part of it when I decide where the second part is. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: um, so, Um. Kind of to start out. Um, we didn't grow up in the same town. Um, we grew up about two and a half hours away from each other. Didn't know that either of each other existed growing up. Um, and then um every summer so we're both from Montana and every summer the churches that we were both involved in went to the same summer camps. Um, and we had both gone to these summer camps for a long time, but never like happened to run into each other. Um, and so it was my, it was my summer going into my senior year and the summer after he had just graduated, um, cause we're about a year apart. <coughs> and, um, We, so we were both at summer camp and he, um, he is a artist, a rapper, and, um, he does producing stuff and mixing and audio engineering stuff and all that, all that sorts of stuff. He does all the, yeah, all the music stuff. And, um, so the place that we went to Bible camp, it was Glacier Bible camp and, um, So they did something every year, I'm not sure if they still do it, but they used to do it every year, um, called Glaciers Got Talent. And you could sign up, and you could um, do like, you could do magic, you could sing, you could dance, you you could do any sort of talent that you just wanted to, you know, show off and have fun with. And so Dawson had signed up to do it that year, and I never really went because it was right before dinner. Um, And I was the girl that went back to the room and got all pretty for service and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I never went. But my friends, they were like, you have to come see this dude. He's performing at Glaciers Got Talent and he sounds exactly like NF because we were all obsessed with NF. Me especially. I love NF. Um, and... Um, so I was like, uh, okay, I'll come listen. Nobody can be as good as NF is <laughs> and, um, like not really believing them. And then, so I went and he got up and performed and I was like, no way, this kid is actually really good. I'll tell you, don't sound exactly like NF, but everybody there was like, oh yeah, he's going to be the next NF, but you are really good. Um, and because I know you don't necessarily like being compared to NF because you are your own person. You guys kind of are in the similar sound, but yeah, like it you is what it yeah, is. you guys you're different people. Um so anyways, I was like, "No way, this kid is so good." So I took some pictures and and videos and I posted them on my Instagram and he reposted my instagram post and i was like no way he reposted my instagram (laughs) post so i messaged him and i was like hey i really like your music like i um when are you coming out with like your next album and so we kind of talked about his music stuff i never really had the intention like i didn't I didn't like you like you like that at this point. Yeah. Like, I just thought what you were doing was really cool, and I thought you were really good, especially for being a Montana kid. You know, like, you don't yeah. really hear very many Montana rappers, you know. And so I just thought it was really cool. I was messaging him about in, uh, about his music stuff, and I guess you can take it from here because this is kind of your side of the story next.
1: Yeah, so I guess kind of—so it's like the last— well, I guess it, uh, camp had been done by that point, kind of when we started messaging. like
0: Yeah, we didn't start messaging until, like, about a week after yeah. camp.
1: And so I was down in—I think I was down in Florida for National Fine Arts. Yeah, I was down there, and I was, we was kind of talking a little bit. Um, and, like, normally, like, for me, like, it, you know, like— I don't even know what I'm saying. Gosh dang. Um,
0: Normally you don't really like feed into females on Instagram just because. Oh yeah, definitely in general for sure. Well, just because like you, sometimes you've got some like people who are just like, not, I mean, I get, I think crazy might be a a bad word for it, but just like people who are like very invested and want to know everything about you. And like for you, you have kind of have to set a boundary. Like you don't want all your fans to know. Like be texting yeah. you all the time, like well, you I don't, don't have the time, the time to for talk that. to
1: everybody. I mean, I like I always want to be showing love, you know, to people who are like invested in <laughs> what I'm doing and like let them know I appreciate them. But like, you know, it's it's definitely hard to like I can't maintain like a like a <laughs> like a close friendship or oh my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my mm. gosh. You literally just snotted all over your mic.
0: I'm sorry. My nose is so stuffed.
1: It shouldn't be stuffed no more after sneezing all over that. Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay, I don't know if we'll cut that part out or not, but...
1: That was great. That was literally the best part Anyways, of the Anyways, back to what you okay. were saying. so um, it's just, like, it's hard to, like, maintain, like, the energy to just keep up with everybody like I just can't do it like yeah you know life's got enough crazy stuff going on and like I always want to be showing love to people and um you know like letting people know that I appreciate them but like I can't text everybody back 24 7 you know yeah. like it's literally impossible um but that was like a, maybe a little earlier on when I before I really started doing that like I still didn't talk to everybody like that much like eventually I'd kind of um
0: like taper off the conversations
1: yeah because like when I first initially make a connection with someone like I you know I want to make them make sure that they know that like I appreciate them you know because I really do like I appreciate everybody that listens to my stuff shares it whatever like that means the world to me and like makes what I'm doing like worth it
0: and possible
1: yeah impossible. I mean, because nobody liked it, then I'd still probably make it because I like it. But yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. For some reason, w- with you, like I just like was intri- like you just really intrigued me, and like I just kept texting you, you know. And um
0: you had one of your friends yeah. <laughs> follow me so that like, yeah. you could see my Instagram without following me back because you don't follow a bunch of people. Yeah, back, yeah. Unless you're like really, really close with them.
1: Yeah, but as because it was funny because kind of towards the, like, it must have been towards the end of the week that I was down in Florida. It's like we both had went through, like, uh, some fairly rough breakups at the time. And I saw that your your Instagram picture changed because I, I saw that you were with someone on your Instagram.
0: Oh.
1: And I was like i didn't really think of anything about it but like i was just like oh no did you know like then i saw it change and i was like okay like i thought i thought who i was talking like i was talking to a different person because like when i'm messaging back like tons of people like a profile picture changes like that's how i gauge like if i know a person or not like username like i can't remember all those names
0: yeah
1: um and then like when i would be talking back with you i'd i was like Okay, she kind of cute, <laughs> and uh, but and I knew that you were just like super in, intrigued in what I was doing, but there's just something different and special about you. Um, I could just like tell, just from like texting or whatever, which is very like different from what I'd ever experienced yeah. talking with people well, and online. All of
0: our conversations up to uh, probably about this point were very like superficial, like just about music. Yeah,
1: yeah, and um. But, yeah, like she said, I had one of my friends go request to follow her.
0: And I actually knew this kid, too, yeah. like, because he was another kid that went to our Bible camp. Yeah. And so I, like, didn't know him, know him, but I knew of him because he was, like, he was pretty well talked about. A lot of people liked him. Yeah. Um, he was a pretty Shout social. Shout out
1: my boy, Jacob.
0: Yeah. He was a pretty <laughs> social person. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know him. So I let him follow me, not really thinking anything of it.
1: Yeah, and then he just sent me a screen recording on your page, and uh, he's like, oh, what did he say? I don't even remember. Basically, I was just able to like, look through all your posts and see what yeah. she was about and everything. I was like, Oh, yeah, she's pretty cool, and she really loves Jesus, and that's that's all I need in life. And a bonus, she's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we kind of just like, start talking. I got her number was an absolutely yeah, trash pickup line. Yeah, the cringiest
0: Christian pickup line. good, though.
1: No, it was not. It was, well, it was cringy. You're know. lucky
0: that I like was starting to like you at this but
1: point. But it's good because it's like... That was so me. Yeah, like, it
0: is very at the time. Dawson. At
1: the time, you would have been like, "Okay, this is weird. Like, that's cringy or whatever." But I am just cringy.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm literally Michael Scott.
0: So, what was the pickup line that you use? Uh,
1: the pickup line <laughs> it was like, "Oh, see, it was like, uh, I think it was just like I was looking through the Book of Numbers and I realized I didn't have yours. Yeah, <laughs> and that was cap because I never read the Book of Numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah."
1: Um, but yeah, it worked though.
0: I it mean, did.
1: it's a win-win. Yeah. Everybody's happy.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So that's kind of when we like first started talking, um, and about a week after he got my number. Is when he drove the two and a half hours and showed up at my doorstep not meeting each other prior to this ever. Like he didn't even know of me. Like I mainly just knew of him. Like seen him. But he like didn't hasn't ever actually seen me in person. He drives the two and a half hours and shows up at my house um to my parents and stuff and um we had our first date. But at this point, when we officially, like, started, um, like, talking and seeing each other was, the, like, the middle of August. Because yeah. we met for the first time in the beginning of August. Mm-hmm. Like, August 10th or something like that was the first yeah. day that we ever actually met. And that was our first date. um, And then... We just kind of like kept getting to know each other and then we officially started, like, <coughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're never gonna get through this episode.
1: <laughs> so we met officially as she blows her nose.
0: Yeah, so, that, like, that's when we kind of officially started, like, hanging out as, like, hey, like, we like each other, so, like, let's get to know each other more. Yeah. Um, was in, like, the middle of August. Yeah. It was then, pretty
1: exclusive. As,
0: well, yeah, like, we yeah. weren't, like, talking to anybody else, but we also, like, we weren't, like, official. We were just getting to know each other yeah. still and just hanging out and seeing how, kind of how we vibe together, I guess. Um, and then in the beginning of well, and I think part of that was because we had both gone through breakups, like, decently, like, recently. <laughs> Sorry, that was...
1: Decently recently. Yeah,
0: that was really bad English. Sure. But, like, your breakup was, like, kind of spanned over a decent amount of time. So, by the time we started talking, you had kind of accepted it and kind of moved on. Yeah, yeah. And then, for me, like, for me, the relationship I had beforehand... I feel like mentally ended before we actually officially ended. Um, so, like, we... But we were, like, worried about what other people were going to think. Yeah. So we, like, kind of waited to put an official tag on it because we were like, well a lot of people think that we're like moving on too quickly which I thought that anyways cuz we were hanging out all the time.
1: Yeah, it was like, really frequent. We live weird, we live two and a half
0: hours away from each other but pretty much every weekend we we like swapped weekends to drive yeah. back and forth. Um so yeah, so but we officially put a uh, a title to it at the end of September and then in the um End of June is when we got engaged after I had graduated and I moved to the town that he was living in. And, um Good old Whitehall. Good old Whitehall, Um Ugh. and um yeah, so we got engaged. We only had a three month engagement period. Um, Which I think there's aspects to that that I enjoyed and that we enjoyed. But I think there's also yeah. aspects to that that I kind of like look back and kind of regret a little bit. Like I think we would have given or wish that we would have given ourselves like at least four months.
1: Yeah, it might have been nice to have a little more time. Mm-hmm. I also think like.
0: I think just because we, we had so much to do in those three months that I don't yeah, really feel like lot. we got to take it in. Like yeah. We didn't take it in that we were engaged. I felt like
1: it was just kind of rushy or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, and we didn't have a lot of people in our lives at that point. Like, you know, moving away from all my friends and family and everything, I felt really distant from um, from people. And so I was, like, just ready to get it over with. That way I could be living with you because yeah. we didn't live together before we got married. Um and so, like, I was just ready to get on with it because I was sick of living alone. Yeah. Even though I'd only done it for, like, <laughs> two, like, a day by the time we got engaged. But I just, like, didn't, I didn't really want to be living alone. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And I hoped that getting married would fix all of my problems. And if Pro tip,
1: it does not. It <laughs> does not fix all of your if problems. If being honest,
0: I think it just added to them. Yeah. I don't regret marrying Dawson. I <laughs> don't, don't regret marrying you or the time that we did. I think the time that we did was the perfect time for us at the at the mental place that we were in life. Um oh, yeah. But um Marriage isn't easy. Marriage is hard. You really 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 have to work for it every second of every day. And like I we we tried our best to prepare ourselves. Like we listened to podcasts and read books and stuff and I'm,
1: I'm not going to lie. I, didn't I like read think, one book. I
0: don't think you did as much I as I did. I didn't make it through the book
1: if we're being which honest. Which was
0: really hard for me because even into marriage I had all these ideas of like how we were going to learn to grow together. And for me it, like I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but we're just talking about real things but we here. Are. <laughs> um but um,
1: you can just say i sucked no really badly. no, it's okay i I absolutely sucked
0: I sucked too,
1: yeah, but i I was not good but like
0: like and this is this is actually one, the only specific question I have for you, one of my listeners um <coughs> asked about this. Um, and this is something that we've struggled with and only begun to understand recently, but like I needed you to lead, you know, I needed you to lead in the growth. I needed you to take a hold basically of our relationship and say, Hey, this is what we need to do to stay connected. This is what we need to do. I'm taking you on a date. I'm doing this for you. And and I needed to do those things for you, too. But if we're looking at it from a biblical aspect, like the Bible says that the man is the leader yeah. of the house. And so can you kind of explain that? like, Because because I think that that statement can be taken very wrongly, especially in the world that we live in, because the culture that we live in is very feminist-driven. And by saying that, it's not saying that women are supposed to be submissive and they're supposed to do everything the man says. That's not what it means. So can you kind of explain what that means?
1: Yeah. So, like, I mean, and it's definitely something, like, I've learned a lot, especially, like, in the last year or something. Like, I was not a good leader. And it's not, like, leading with, like, this, like, authority or, like, like, um ugh. sorry, I was handing her my phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just continue with what you're saying. Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. Uh but so it's not like leading with like like an iron fist or whatever. Like it's leading like and modeling um how Christ led and how he like you know and and being more like him. And so like as a as a as a man, um as like the head of the household, so to speak uh, Like in a biblical sense Like I have to be leading with grace And I have to be, you know Leading the charge spiritually um, And like making sure that Everything, one, I'm doing is, is Glorifying Jesus, but also everything I'm doing You know, for us As a couple is based out of love my, Based out of my love for her, like doing Things <laughs> that are beneficial for us, beneficial for her, and really modeling what what it looks like to be Jesus. And so um I guess what was the question specifically again? I feel like I well, got off track.
0: No, I think that you're on track. I just asked you to kind of talk about what it looks like biblically to you know, and what that means, because a lot of times they can be taken out of context. So right now I was just trying to find where it says in the bio, that verse that it talks about that mainly. Do you remember where that is? I
1: can't remember off the top of my head. What um, is
0: like the verbiage in it? Because I'm trying to search it on that It's
1: like, uh, I don't even know. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But something, another verse that is in conjunction to that. Um, I don't remember if it's in... Is it in Corinthians, maybe? Um, But where it talks about, like, wives submitting to their husbands. Yeah,
0: that's the one I'm trying to look for. I think it
1: just, uh, just Google. Oh, Colossians. Oh, Colossians, yeah.
0: Okay, here we go. Um,
1: Yeah, you can read that. I'll, I'll break
0: it down. Yeah, let me, let me read it here. Sorry, I'm trying to find it. Okay, so so this is in Colossians 3 it starts in 18 and like the kind of the title is is it is, is, is instructions for Christian households. Wives submit to your husbands, and it is fitting for those who belong to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Children, always obey your parents for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not aggravate your children or they will become discouraged. That's I don't know if you want me to keep going. No,
1: that's good. Um so yeah, there's that part and then there's another part um that Paul talks about in one of his other letters, but basically um it says that
0: in Ephesians
1: In Ephesians, yeah, read that one. That's the one I'm thinking of.
0: Okay. <clears throat> um I have to like, find, okay, relationships, wives and husbands, and further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husband as to the Lord. For a, a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands and everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to... Himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church.
1: And so I think, like, with that, like, that really answers, like, the like what it really means to be the head of the household. Like the way that God designed me, like the way that he designed husbands are to be able to lead like with love as Christ did, because like, there's this, um, I don't know what, like imagery. There's this Mm -hmm. imagery in the Bible that, um, like the church is the bride of Jesus. Like Jesus is the groom and we are, we are his bride. Yeah. And so that same imagery is presented in marriage so like i am supposed to model christ and and treat you as as my bride and with love and lead with grace and and that was you know talking about how to treat you or ever treat you well to treat you um like with love that you matter and um i think that in you know in today's world like masculinity is characterized as a bad thing, but what it, a biblical version of masculinity is, is so much more than what the world says it is to be a man. And so like immediately when, you know, someone thinks, well, how can a husband lead me well or whatever is because immediately our minds jump to the worldly definition of masculinity and the worldly mas- version of masculinity is terrible. You know, like, it doesn't matter how much testosterone you can exert. That does not make you manly. Being more like Jesus and treating people with love and treating people um, just as Jesus would. I feel like I keep saying that and I'm, like, running around in circles. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, I feel like that's pretty, like, said as, you know, as well as it can. Yeah. I'm trying to search...
1: I just really think that what it all comes down to, whether, you know, whatever the, like, whether you're a man or a woman, like, operate out of love, like, actually love people. And if everything that I'm doing communic- is out of love, you know, whether my love for you or love for other people, then got no problems. Yeah. You know?
0: And so, like, when it talks about the word submit.
1: Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel
0: like in our culture, the word submit is, like, this bad thing. So like biblically, what does that mean to submit? And like, and so also to something to keep in mind is like when the Bible says wife submit to your husband, um, it also says husband submit to Christ. So your husband should not be doing anything to you or to your family or leading you in a way that Christ would not lead you. And if he is, then that's, you know, that it can become an abuse of power. and that can be a whole different conversation but um like the origins of submit i guess is that's what i was trying to look up we we use this app called the bible project app and you can kind of search certain words and it will tell you because so the bible if you don't know this the bible is actually it wasn't written in english it was written in hebrew
1: uh, so, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, and then the New Testament is written in uh, Greek, and then uh, some of it's written in Aramaic. Uh-huh. Um,
0: so, so like, with that being said, um, the when the Bible was translated into English, it was translated as best as possible with the words that fit the Greek language. Language the best, and so that's why it's so important when you're studying the Bible, um, when you're looking into specific words to look at the Greek and Hebrew origin of the word. So that's what I was trying to look up. That's what
1: I got is right, right the, here.
0: The origin,
1: yeah. So the Greek, um, that I believe is used here, I have no clue how to say it, but it's like hippotasso, maybe no idea. Um, but the word means to place or arrange under, to subordinate, um, to be brought under a state or influence, to submit oneself, to render obedience. So this is the thing is in English, there's lots of words that mean like in English, like things mean different stuff. So like, for instance, like if I say, I love tacos, all right that means something totally different than when I say I love my wife. I sure hope I love my wife differently than I love tacos, right? <laughs> I hope
0: you do too. Yeah.
1: and so, But that's the thing is these terms that are used in the Bible, they don't really mean a lot of times what we think they mean, and that's why you have to dig back into the actual word that was used mm-hmm. uh, when the author was writing it. So that word to bring um, – it wasn't well, – let me look at that one more time. It was – um to oh no, I don't know I clicked off of it.
0: To bring oneself to submission, I think is what yeah, it says.
1: To place or arrange under. So basically what this is saying, not in a in a negative like but see like that's you're
0: lesser than but see, like, that's you the do thing. what I want.
1: But that's the thing though, is submission in today's context means a bad thing. Yeah. But it's not necessarily bad. Yeah. And so but what this is saying, it's it's not saying to um, like you gotta, you gotta like roll over on your back or whatever and just take it and, and just be like,
0: whatever your husband says goes. Yeah.
1: It's saying humble yourself. Like, like, so for instance, like when you think about like, uh, like, um, an image I get in my head is like kneeling before the throne of God, you Mm -hmm. know, and like with your hands up and like surrendering and like, and putting yourself like that heart posture into a, A posture of humility and saying like, I don't know everything. I think that that's what the submitting is. And so when you submit to each other as husband and wife, you're saying, Hey, this isn't about me. This is about you. And the other does the same thing. And so together you're submitting. It's not about me, you know, having some weird twisted version of power over you or whatever. It's about us submitting together and that's what makes me I think work. it
0: just outlines those things differently because the husband is still submitting to the wife you're yeah. still submitting your yourself humbly to me mm-hmm. you're letting down your pride you're allowing yourself to be connected with me by treating me well you know like it says in that verse it says treat your, you know you your wife as Christ treats the church. And that's a way of submitting yourself to me as well. And I think that you have to look at it and look at how men and women are different. Yeah. Women, um, tend to, can I see that verse one more time?
1: Yeah. Where? I was going to say something too, that was interesting there (laughs) is that how it says, a man who loves him wife, uh, a man who loves his wife, <coughs> loves himself, and I think that that's an interesting thing to take away. Like, not like loving myself in like a a a bad way or whatever, but like taking care of myself and make like taking care of my mental health, taking care of my physical health, whatever, making sure that I'm the best me that I can be. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be perfect, but so that I can be there and love you properly as Christ
0: loved the church. Well, and I, I like, I think it's interesting to look at like the different ways that it's outlined because you look at, you look at females and males and we're two different creatures. We operate differently. We struggle with different things. And so like, I think it's interesting, you know, like when it's saying like, you know, submit to your husband as the church submits to Christ. Well, in order for you to accept you know, the love and everything though, like the Christly love that your husband is supposed to give you, you have to become humble. Yeah. You have yeah. to be able to come to your husband as an equal, yeah. um, to be able to accept those things and to be able to fully, um, you know, be connected like, and, and truly serve each other and serve our, like uh, your family too. And so then you look at the male aspect and it's like, okay, well men tend to be typically more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Tend to be more stoic. Don't like to do the whole feelings thing. And that's why, that's why God specifically says husband, love your wives because husband, like males are typically more of the out of touch, not super lovey dovey, type of creatures which some men are more in touch with that side of themselves but more than often the world tells men that they can't be that way and so that's why god says that and that there's two different commandments is because he's specifically speaking to you as a woman and specifically speaking to you as a male yeah (laughs) so yeah that's just a little bit of breakdown about that um I don't even remember, like, what we were talking about before that.
1: It's all good. Um, We're just having a conversation.
0: But, yeah, so I guess we can jump into, I kind of just wanted to talk about some of the really good things we have experienced and learned from marriage and some of the things that we have, like, really struggled with um, in our marriage. So what is, like, one good thing that you've really loved about marriage? And that, okay, so let's start with just one. what, Sorry. What's one thing that you've loved about being married?
1: One thing I love about being married. This feels like a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, if I can't come up with anything. Secretly,
0: I'm, I'm here, like I know, holding a gun to his head. Just yeah. kidding. He would never. <laughs> it just reminds me of that one TikTok where the, the yeah,
1: the sign or whatever. Yeah, and so it's and I'd they're blink like if you're or whatever
0: yeah it's like the the husband or whatever like the spouse or whatever is like saying like oh yeah like blah 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 and the wife is like in the mirror like you better say it you better say it (laughs) (laughs)
1: um i think something that like i really enjoyed about marriage is like you just make me better you know like you're absolutely a savage, and you're absolutely ruthless. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're absolutely. the only person I'm like that. <laughs> I just let loose. I'm like, I'm like sometimes like, I'll, okay, so one thing that has been something for me that I've had to learn is that Dawson is not always the best at like doing the little things that I ask him to like the sink I like it after the dishes are done if the sink is cleaned out like scrubbed down that way like there's not pieces of food just like hanging out on the side of the sink right so sometimes if he doesn't do that I'll be like hey Dawson come in here and tell me what's wrong with the sink and he'll be like "Mm, I don't know
1: Sometimes I actually do not know. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's a little oblivious, but that's okay.
1: Um, but yeah, so I think, like, I, I really... I'm not going to say I like it, but I appreciate it <laughs> that you're brutally honest with me. Um, but it's because you have my best interest in mind. Like, yeah. you want to push me to be more like Jesus and to be able to love you the way that you need to be loved. Um, I really... I, something I I really like is like I enjoy the all the little moments. Like I never real reali bleh, never really realized how like important the moments were. But I feel like that's our thing now is just it's just doing life and enjoying the moments that we create together. Um and it's it's literally all the little moments are my favorite thing. Yeah. Like this moment right now, like is fantastic. Um, you know, when we're you know, watching the office together or something or going out for a drive and getting frosties and then arguing (laughs) (laughs) like it's just the moments like I'm I'm doing life with my best friend. Yeah. You know, and like stop. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) But I like I get to spend the rest of my days with you, you know? Yeah. I'm going to start crying. (laughs) Um again I just think that's what's so special about it is that like people people ask me it's like why would you get married so young and like I just like after I don't know like a while I'm like, well I just always want to get married young and that's what I just say but like eventually I realized that's like my life would be so boring without you like I can't imagine like having a day without you or whatever even though just earlier today I was like I'm sick of this <laughs> I don't I'm want to spend any time with you I want to go drive off in the sunset by myself but, you know but that stuff happened but like I truly just couldn't imagine not having a day without you or whatever yeah. like my life would be so boring and I'd be so lonely and like you're the best thing that ever happened to me
0: <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing that's just I, I just love living every moment with you and like even the bad moments, I could imagine arguing with anybody else.
1: Yeah, it would not be that fun.
0: No, <laughs> no, and that's something that I really love about you. It's like even when we're in the moments, that's like I just like can't even stand to be around you right now. Like literally, please leave this house and don't come back for five days. Like
1: <laughs> five days.
0: <laughs> like you always manage to this like is the say savagery something. I'm talking about. <laughs> you always manage to say something funny that's like kind of like breaks the ice and it's like okay take a breath this really isn't that big of a deal like all that matters is that we're here together yeah and um yeah see now i'm gonna cry (laughs) um but yeah that's one thing that i really love about being married to you um so Another question. Um, what is like the thing that you have learned, like the biggest thing that you've learned from being married? I know there's a lot. It's pretty much all learning. There's no happy moments. You're just always learning. Just kidding. I mean, kind of. The That's the biggest. That's an
1: impossible thing? question.
0: I know. Or, or like, what's just like the first thing that comes to mind?
1: The prob the biggest thing I've learned is that I'm a selfish prick. Seriously, like you get married and you realize how self-absorbed you are and (laughs) I've learned how terrible I've just learned mostly bad character traits (laughs) about myself. Um, (laughs) I make marriage sound absolutely awful. Marriage is great though. Marriage is great. Um,
0: <laughs> Dawson has a friend that says yeah, that the same one like, that marriage is the same one that gave you your uh, idea for your random he better, thought. He better
1: listen to this. Yeah, one. he better. I literally stole all Other, my content from him.
0: Otherwise, um, you're not going to group anymore. Don't
1: forget them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I've learned just like, okay, let's like take a positive view of this instead mm-hmm. of being a Debbie Downer. I've learned how to listen better and how to like really be, like, focused on you and absorbed, for lack of a better word, with you. And, like, like, especially lately, like, I've, like, really learned, like, what it means to fall in love again and, like, really just, like, I want it to, sounds, it sounds kind of negative, like, has a negative connotation to it or whatever, but, like, I've just learned, like, that to really be in love with you like I got be infatuated you know like I just want to think about you all the time let's talk
0: about that a little bit so so something that we struggled with and um kind of touched base on this a little bit earlier oh I think this is how we got onto the whole husband's and wife's thing oh yeah um um (laughs) So something that we have struggled with um, that has gotten a lot better in the last, I'd say, like six months.
1: Yeah, I'd say six months.
0: Um, So when we first got married, there was a lot of struggles that we dealt with. I think that the biggest thing that we dealt with was that um, it sorry for the washer guys if you guys heard that that's our little signal that our washer gives us when it's done the cycle's done um so yeah I would say like the biggest thing that we have like um like struggle with in the beginning of our marriage was just like be like truly being connected um like, I think, like, something that really made me feel so separated from Dawson was that, okay, so a little bit of backstory. Dawson's mom was a stay-at-home mom, and she cooked every meal for them, did all their laundry, all that sort of stuff, which is amazing. I hope to one day be able to do that for our kids, um, to be home with them, um, more than not. Um, but, and She's an amazing mom, um, but when we got married, he had this expectation that I was basically just going to take over doing all those things on top of working my full-time job. Yeah. And so that was something that we really struggled with. And it was like, why, why isn't the laundry done? Why isn't dinner done? Well, honey, I just got home five minutes before you did. So no, dinner's not done. And no, I haven't touched the laundry because I also just worked 40 hours this week. And all I want to do is sleep. Yeah. And I was also, I was also in a really, really, really rough job at that point when we got married. And so I had literally no mental energy to give towards you. It was, I, I was always like, what is he doing for me? What is he doing for me? How is he making me feel? How is, how is he serving me? And it was never, um, what, what can I do for you? How can I make your week easier? Um, and so, but because of those things that we really struggled with in the first couple of months, I think that pushed us apart from each other. And we just got to this point where that was just kind of how it was. Yeah. Um, and I always knew that that wasn't how it wasn't supposed to feel. But I felt so distant from you. And I was also going through a really, really bad season of depression. Um, so that contributed to it a lot. Um, and something I've kind of, like, talked with my therapist about is, like, I felt like, well, he isn't listening to me. Because that's a big thing that Dawson has, has to learn a lot. Is to stop and truly listen. Because he'll, like, he, he used to, like... Like, look me in the eye and nod as if he was listening to me. And then 10 minutes later, I'd be like, hey, did you do that thing I asked you to do? What thing? (laughs) And I'm like, you literally looked me in the eye and nodded at me. How did you not hear me? Well, it's because Dawson has a lot of things going on in his brain. He always has thoughts running and running and running and running. Oh, let's do this new song idea. Oh, I should add this into my, my new beat. Oh, I need to do this for work. And oh, I need to put in a load of laundry. And oh, the... The bathtub needs to be cleaned. And, uh, you know, all these different things. Yeah. I just uh, got a
1: very busy brain. Yeah. And I think it was hard because I didn't really realize that yeah. stuff about myself. And so, like, it was hard to, like, like, the first year was just, it was just difficult because, like, I was naive. I didn't really know myself that well. And, you know, I didn't really know how to love someone who was depressed. I was like, I don't get this. So I, like, kind of became reclusive um but like lately like I think we've kind of like like we learned from that yeah and like we had a conversation a couple well
0: I was I was getting there oh there was a little bit of backstory more backstory I wanted to get to that before we get to that point is that okay Absolutely not. It's not okay. Well, too bad. This is my podcast.
1: Your podcast. Yeah, the podcast that I edit.
0: Hey, (laughs) you said you would do it.
1: Well, I enjoy doing it. I like to hear what you're talking about.
0: Anyways. um, So, yeah. So, for about um, basically two years, the first two years of our marriage were really, really rough. And... Um, whenever we saw, like, a couple that, like, seemed like they had a really good relationship, we were like, oh, they're just in the honeymoon phase. And it's like, no, we were in a bad spot. (laughs) We are not healthy. They are healthy. Um, and so for a long time, I think that we just thought that that was normal. And, um, kind of once we moved is when I really, really, really started feeling like this isn't normal and I can't keep going on like this. Yeah. Um, and before this, I had had a couple conversations with you saying like, Hey, I I need you to do these things for me. Like, I need you to do this. And I think that was part of the problem why things never got taken, taken seriously very well. Um, whatever it was like, I feel like it was just because like, I was always like, you need to do this for me. Like, I need you to do this for me. And it was never, how can we fix this together?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that's
0: accurate. And so we had had a couple conversations before. And so once we moved, and um I really had nobody at this point, all of our family and everything was back in Montana. And I just got to the point where I was like, we need to do something differently. Like, I started crying at like nine o'clock at night, like right when we're trying to go to bed. And I'm just like, I don't feel like. I'm in love with you anymore. Like, I love you. I don't want to not be married to you. But I'm not in love with you anymore. And that's not okay with me. I want to be in love with you. Like you were saying, I want to be infatuated with you. I want to miss you. I want to, because before this, it was like, no, yeah, go ahead. Go to the studio. I don't care. I'm going to sit up here. I'm going to go hang out with your sisters. Um and so it wasn't, it was never like we missed each other a lot. Yeah. Because it just, it didn't feel like we were like, Yeah. I always like to call it like the roommate phase. We were living together. We loved each other. We did things together, but like, it wasn't like we were like, m- like in this relationship together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so yeah so we had this conversation and we decided we were like this we both you know were able to say like okay like this is what i need from you and you told me what you needed from me and um i feel like that's when things like really change for us and it, yeah. it changed from the mindset of like you need to do this for me to what can i do for you yeah, yeah. and that's really where i feel like it's really healthy
1: yeah. I definitely agree. It's been a very refreshing change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what has um, been your your biggest thing like after that conversation like what has been your biggest thing that you have done to help yourself be in this relationship?
1: I think just see I got you yawning now. Yeah. Um I think like the it got just kinda like changed my perspective and I'm like like so now like I'm thinking like about you, you know, constantly and like oh what can I do what can I do for her? Except maybe like today, I was having a hard day. <laughs> but like yeah. I find myself nine times out of ten, I'm like, what can I do for her? How can I make her day easier? Like, and I'm thinking about you and like writing you cute little notes. And um, I like to write her notes and hide them around the house yeah. or hide them in her car or just hide them wherever that she'll find them. And even though I'm doing that for you, like it makes me feel connected to you. Yeah. It's something that I really enjoy um it's like my favorite thing ever and so like just doing stuff like that and like thinking about you and being intentional has made me it's not even like about me feeling like i'm in it like i just it makes me feel connected to i don't yeah i don't know like it's just really I feel like i have a perspective change and like i just feel in love again
0: yeah i think that's been the biggest thing for me too it's just like becoming less selfish
1: yeah yeah literally that
0: and just yeah just like really being like okay like like this week you worked you know some extra hours so that we would have some extra money this month and you know like i probably didn't do as good as i could have done because i had really really bad migraine for like Three days out of, you know, this work week. It was
1: only three days? I swear it was the last 17 years.
0: No, I had a migraine for seven days, but... That was terrible. But it was only three days out of, like, this work week that I had it. Um, So I definitely could have done more, but I also was dealing with a really bad migraine. Um, but anyways, like, you know, like this week I was like, okay, he's working extra time so that we can have some extra money. So what can I do for him to make his week easier? So he doesn't have to be worried about doing dishes and cooking and stuff. Cause Dawson typically cooks dinner and typically does dishes. I help out with, you know, putting away dinner and stuff. He doesn't do everything, but he normally does the majority of it at night. Um and so this week I helped cook a couple nights and helped as much as I could with dishes and and just tried my best to just like be there for him household-wise but like I also tried my best to be there for you emotionally as well. Yeah. And you know, I don't succeed in that every day but like it's it's the whole point of trying to sorry Apparently, my chair that Dawson is sitting in is not comfy because he's making all these weird faces. My back feels his back. like
1: it got ran over by a freaking mouse riding an ostrich. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. A bus.
1: Let's go with that. That's that's a more common analogy. Okay.
0: So, yeah.
1: <laughs> mouse riding an ostrich. I'd like to see that. I would not. There's a random thought.
0: Okay. Mouse riding. I will not remember that one me either Um, so yeah is there anything else that has been really big in changing our our um, relationship and our connection since having that conversation that you can think of I can think of one thing, but... I can think of... Dawson (laughs) Samuel. Uh, He's making weird innuendos instead of just saying it. I didn't know if
1: you wanted to talk about it on your podcast. That's okay. I don't care. Okay, well, the sex has been great.
0: No, not just the sex itself, but, like, (laughs) we we have changed our perspectives on sex because it's been
1: great because not like the physical (laughs) not like the physical act of it but like the like the The connection yeah the connection and of like like how like especially for me like how i view it like it's not like i feel like early on it for me like it was it became very like transactional almost yeah like where it's just about like fulfilling my desires or whatever, yeah. Well, but whereas now it's like this, this extension of intimacy, whether it's like emotional intimacy that I have with you or whatever. Like it's not, like it's
0: not the main thing giving you intimacy. Yeah, with like me. I it's feel
1: connected to you because of all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, well, and like I think a big part of that is so like we we abstain from sex before marriage we didn't have sex with each other before marriage and um so like after we got married it was like oh it's this whole world and it felt like it was like a right and for me I have um been like sexually abused before and so like for me it felt very it felt very transactional it didn't feel I felt like it was you know I felt like I was being used. Not that that was your necessary intention, obviously. Um, But, like, that's how it felt for me because of my past scars. Um,
1: I think I didn't really, like, understand that either yeah. very well. Like, I wasn't able to, like, wrap my mind around that, so it didn't really help.
0: Yeah, and so, like, that was a huge thing. And, like, I also didn't feel like I could talk about it because, like you know, like, I don't know why I thought this, but I was just like, oh, I can't bring my past relationships in. Like, I can't let what past thing people have done affect my relationship now, which, and that's very true for a lot of things, but when it comes to, like, any sort of abuse, those things are traumatic. Those things leave, like, actual, like, scars, whether that's physical or on your heart. Like, it's, changing your brain chemistry yeah and so those things do need to be brought into your next relationship like i can't assume that you're going to treat me that way but i can bring that in and say hey these are the things that i've struggled with and that have happened to me and this is why i feel this way and this is why i have a hard time with this specific thing Yeah. yeah and but for a long time, I didn't feel like I could because it's like, oh well, I can't, I can't bring it in. I just need to forget about it. Well, you don't just forget about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so, I think that's why you didn't really understand. It's because I didn't. I made myself feel like I couldn't talk about it.
1: Yeah.
0: And, so we've talked about it since, and we have you know worked through those things and. He has done things to, like, help me feel more comfortable. And I think a big thing for me, too, is I get very overwhelmed. Like, I have, like, a hard time with, like, senses. I get, like, sensory overload and stuff. So, like, certain, um, like, um, fabrics. And, like, if it's cold, like, I I ain't doing nothing if it's cold. <laughs> I ain't taking no clothes off if it's cold. Because the second, <laughs> cause the second I'm cold like even like even if i'm like going out grocery shopping like the second i step out of the car and it's cold mm, i am not going into that store i ain't doing nothing i'm shriveling up here in a ball and i ain't doing nothing yeah like
1: well i think and that's just something too like that we've learned lately is like you know whether it's about sex or whatever the heck like sensory stuff is a huge deal for you so like if it's you know if like you have a hard time sleeping if it's too cold, if it's too hot, you have a hard time sleeping, like if it's too hot in the house, like sometimes I think it'll make you feel less motivated to like clean or whatever. And so like, we've just learned a lot lately about like how big the sensory stuff is for you, you know, like, if things are too loud, if you know, like light, you know,
0: light really bothers me,
1: you know, and so I think that's, Like, we've just done a lot of learning lately, and it's, like, kind of bled into all areas of our marriage and I think really helped us.
0: it's helped us understand each other a lot more, too. Yeah. Just, like, you being able to be aware of those things and being like, okay, so I... You know, I want to be able to do this with you. So I'm going to do these certain things to help you feel less sensory overload, whatever that is. Like it, like, um, around Christmas time, he took me out to go look at Christmas lights and we were going to walk around, but I didn't know that. And so I like put on, like, I don't even think I put on a coat. Like I just put on a vest and you were like, you're probably going to want a coat because he knows that I don't like to be cold. And so he made sure that I had a coat on. And, you know, just learning stuff about each other and being able to, like, like, you know, use those, <laughs> that sounds terrible, but use those things to our advantage. Be able to help each other more. And-
1: well, yeah, because I can't, I can't, like, what am I trying to say? Like, if I'm, if I'm not, okay, let's back up. This is my backing up. Um, Basically, I don't remember who told me it. Maybe with my dad, maybe someone else, but they were like, Hey, be a student of your wife. Like, you actually have to be a student and learn. And so, but like, that's the thing is, if I'm not learning from you, like, how am I going to learn how to love you and love you the best possible way I can? So, I need to be a student of you and in whatever aspect of the marriage, you know, whether it's like, you know, about chores or about intimate things or emotional things or physical things or just feelings and emotions like I need to be learning about all of that so that I can properly serve you to the best of my ability yeah so I have to always make sure that I'm I'm
0: doing that Mm -hmm. yeah um and so then what one other thing um, that we have learned that has really helped us is um, date night. Date night is oh, 100%. Ev- every week because that's something that I always stressed to-, to Dawson before we got married and I don't think got taken super seriously. <laughs> Uh, not to bash You're on you again. Savage. But like uh, I was I was always told that you ha- you have to keep working for your spouse. Yeah. You have to like just because you've married them and you like, quote unquote, got them doesn't mean you can stop working for it. You have to keep dating them. You have to keep working for it. You have to you know, you you have to keep getting to know getting to know your spouse and being a student of them until the day you die. Um, And so something that we were not good at was date nights. And so now date night is every Sunday and we have rules set for date night if we're doing date night in the house. Um, So we switch off weeks every other week, like is my week and then the week you know, in between is his week, you know. Um, and so whoever's in charge of date night that week has to make sure, like if we're doing date night in the house or whatever, has to make sure that like, you know, the living room is situated and there's not dishes all over the counters and the bedroom is like semi-ready for bed when we get home or whenever we're done. Dawson, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Um, so yeah, like, cause like the thing is, is like when I get home from a date night or when I'm home for a date night, I don't want to be stressed out about the house not being clean or, oh, there's, there's hair you know dog hair all over the all over the yeah. couch and there's dishes everywhere and we're not like we're not like oh the house has to be spick and span but it's like i just want it to be the point where if we're doing something in the house or we come home from date night like i don't want to come home or be in the house trying to spend time with you and be stressed out by the yeah. mess around us yeah um and so that's like one parameter well, cause that
1: goes back to the sensory stuff yeah right? exactly like so that's why like we set those rules because if we didn't then yeah then would not go smooth then
0: for me it would be like ruined when yeah. we come home yeah. like oh well i just had this good time and now i'm stressed out about dishes not being done yeah um and so that's one of the thing parameters that we've kind of set up and then another one is like It's like, even if we're going on like a double date, like tonight we're going, it's, we're filming this on a Sunday. And so tonight we're going on a double date to dinner and a movie with one of our friends. And, um, but we're still like spending that time together. Like we have set time set away that we are spending together. So even if that means that we're going out and doing a double date or something like that, like we're setting aside specific time for each other. And, um, and like um, we are doing something to learn about each other. Like, yeah. even if we're going to go out on a double date, then we should get to know about the that couple and yeah. the things that they do to stay connected and just learning about them and being present in the moment. Um, and taking the initiative to learn about each other and learn about relationships.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. It's so, yeah, that's another thing that we've done and that we will swear by to anybody for the rest of our lives is 100%. date night, date, date night. night, date night. It's
1: the best thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's been a it's been a lot of fun to like switching off and like the the weeks that I plan, I get so excited. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this for him, and he because I know that he loves this, and I like last week we did. um so we've watched The Office before, together a couple times.
1: Multiple times.
0: Yeah, multiple times. And uh, so, and for like the last like couple months, he's been saying we should watch The Office again. We should watch The Office again. And I'm always like, no, no, we're watching other shows right now. Like I don't want to watch too many shows at the same time. Well, the other week I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna make. I'm going to make dinner, and we're going to sit on the couch, and we're going to, like, we made these little homemade calzone things, so we made them together, and we had, like, a sweet little moment with that, and then we ate them while we watched The Office, and I was like, yes, this is the best date night ever. And it, it costed, like, zero dollars. But I was so excited because I knew that's something that he'd been wanting to do. And it made me so excited to do something for him. Like, it gets me excited to do something for you. Yeah. And, like, that's another reason why, like, I think, like, the whole, like, twitching off planning date nights for each other is it's is, is one way to serve you and yeah. to remember to be intentional about it.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah well guys that's a lot of information you know do with it what you will <laughs> um but yeah i'm super excited that dawson was on the podcast today
1: it was very fun
0: yeah better been fun buddy boy
1: okay <laughs>
0: <This is laughs> Just savage. Kidding. um but yeah i'm super excited that we got to do this talk about all this stuff this is really like this is really like who we are. This is like stuff that we talk about all the time. We just like, yeah, we just like dive deep into all different kinds of conversations and talk about stuff all the time. And so, yeah, this was fun to do. It's I'm, very fun. And thankful that you were on here with me. Yeah, me too. Well, thanks guys for listening. And, um, I did want to give you guys a little update. I know last week I talked a little bit about doing, um, a, um, TikTok for my specifically for the podcast, but that did not go as planned. Um, I'm still I'm still trying to work on it and figure out how I can do it best. But I also work a full time job, um, so it is not it's not always what I want to do after working a full day and driving for two hours, I don't always want to come home and edit videos, um, so I'm trying to figure out how to kind of, like, streamline the process, and, um, make it as easy as possible, but still be able to get content out, so, um, I am still working on that, when I get it, when I get some stuff figured out, I will let you guys know, um, but, yeah, If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please do give it a rating. You can give it a rating on Apple Podcasts.
1: You better give it five stars. (laughs) That's five stars. No less. Um, I will find those three and a half stars. Okay. I'll hunt them down,
0: <laughs> but anyways, um, you can actually also give a rating on Spotify. I just learned that, um, Dawson actually told me about that that true. you can give a rating on you Spotify, can. but you have to listen to three episodes before you can. It's right? either
1: three or something. Basically, it just tells you like before you can rate it, you have to like be a fan of it. So I don't yeah, know so you, have to, you have to listen to like, to like it, one
0: but. or possibly more. um podcast before you can give a rating but if you can give a rating please please do it does help out um get my podcast on the charts and for people to be able to like it pops up easier when people search it um so yeah and if you are liking this podcast i also would ask Um, if you guys would tell a friend, post it on your Instagram or something to just help me get the word out about it. Um, because I really love hearing from you guys every week. I love talking to you guys every week and yeah, this has just been like really, really fun for me. So, um, if you would just do what you can, that would be awesome. I will see you guys next week.